Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Mario Gavaza, and for today, we get into a discussion around interest rates. Um, we're actually recording this a uh, few minutes after um, the Reserve Bank Governor Lesecha Akhanyaho has just announced a 25%, uh, 25 basis point hike, if, I, if I'm correct. You know, others had been expecting, I think, 50, um, and then we just going to be having a discussion around you know what that does mean for the country and to help us uh, to make sense of it all we are joined by annabelle bishop um, who is uh, the chief economist over at investec annabelle greetings to you today yes hi good to see you any surprises today <laughs> Well, look, luckily we didn't have a twenty-five percent interest rate increase. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had to. I had to catch myself there. Yeah, goodness, could you imagine? Yeah, twenty-five basis points is such a tiny little increase. You know, it's um, well down from the seventy-five or three quarters of a percent increase yeah. that we had. And you know, just to say to our listeners, you know, what twenty-five basis points is is just a quarter of one percent, and yeah. that's how much interest rates have gone up. But it's going to translate through into some upward pressure on home loans, for example, vehicle payments, etc. But you know, it is indicative of a slowing in the pace of the Reserve Bank's interest rate hike. And, you know, we think it may well prove to be the last interest rate hike of this year or maybe the second last. Mm. Uh, and when it comes to when it comes to that, uh, you know, like what you're alluding to, a lot of people expecting that, uh, you know, we're, we're about to see the peak of this hiking cycle. Do we anticipate, because fortunately or unfortunately, we do have to look across the pond a little bit. Do we anticipate any surprises to come out of the U.S. Fed um, when it comes to their hiking cycle, given just how much it influences decisions in this part of the world? Or are we, I guess, certain that, okay, we're about to reach the top of this hiking cycle, and then from there, there'll be a little bit of easing in terms of uh, those rates? I think at the moment, no, we're not expecting surprises. I think you're right. You know, we probably are getting near the top of the U.S. interest rate hike cycle. They're also expected to deliver a 25 basis point increase when they meet next. And of course, that will be on the 1st of February. So the Reserve Bank meets about every two months. The Federal Reserve Bank of the United States about every six weeks. So they they move ahead of us, if you know what I'm saying. But the bottom line is that we are seeing subsiding inflation in the US. And certainly, you know, central banks around the world will probably want to pause. They'll want to see how have their interest rate hikes affected economies. And there's about a lag of about two to three quarters, you know, up to about nine months, which really means that the full effects of all the interest rate hikes we've had so far both in South Africa and the U.S., have not come through yet. Yeah, because I, I guess that's one of the biggest, um, I, I guess, gambles that people will be taking to say that has this intervention actually worked? Um, and I guess in a lot of cases, people you know, would say that you push up interest rates to try and bring down inflation um, where demand factors are pushing you up. But this is one of those rare instances uh, where it wasn't um, a demand-driven type of uh, hike cycle, all types of things happening um, around the world. So I guess we'll only see uh, some of those results uh, you know, much later on, um, like what you are saying. Uh, but when that does start uh, you know, happening, 
happening uh, because there's usually a, a model that is in place. Things start coming down, let's say, you know, later this year, maybe April, June, somewhere there. At what level are we expecting to find ourselves at by the end of the year, do you, do you think? At the moment, the repo rate's at seven and a quarter percent. And if we're lucky, we might not get any more interest rate hikes. We might even get a cut in the second half of this year. So I think, you know, the repo rate could really be flat potentially from here or possibly slightly down. You know, if we do get another interest rate hike, we might find ourselves cutting later in the year. The, the point really is that inflation is expected to fall quite sharply in the first half of this year. And of course, you know, the neutral interest rate is seen to be about 2% above inflation. So if inflation gets back to 4.5%, then of course, that would mean a repo rate of 6.5%. So you can see where some of the thoughts are coming through of an interest rate cut. But it may be premature. There are still risks in the system. So, you know, we could say we might be flattish to slightly down from here. All right, cool. Um, I think that, uh, you know, that's that's a good place to end when it comes to interest rates. Um, and I think, uh, you know, because we, we have you here and it's it's all related because uh, consumers have been under pressure, businesses have been under pressure. And one of the things that we've spoken with you at length about on this platform is uh, the issue of energy. And uh, that fits into everything that's going on because now you have a lot of people, I think, it fits in because now you have a lot of people that are getting renewable solutions at their houses at their businesses and a lot of them are being done on the basis of models that have to take into consideration either subscription basis or you're paying it off over time um, so there's an interest rate um, you know connection that is there uh, your thoughts you know at the moment just around um, you know where we stand load shedding wise and uh, I, I guess the way that uh, the economy has taken it so far? I think, you know, this is probably our biggest risk for this year at the moment. Obviously, we could see other developments <laughs> happening. But as we start 2023, there's certainly um, an electricity crisis in South Africa. And, you know, we are running at stages four, five, sometimes six for load shedding. It's not great from an investor sentiment point of view, business confidence point of view, and of course as well, very damaging to investment, both foreign and domestic, and excessive damaging to business activity, economic activity, and so GDP growth. So I would say it definitely is a very concerning situation. I think also as well, there's an impetus for people to perhaps borrow and install renewable energy, um, their own source of energy in their homes, their businesses. The Concern certainly is that many people or businesses can't afford that, and it's very damaging to an economy which has an extremely high unemployment rate, and of course, one which is seeing modest economic growth. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a difficult environment that we find ourselves in, and we haven't seen much improvement or change, you know, over the past um, four or five years, we haven't seen renewable energy being able to be rolled out substantially by the private sector because of the very heavy government legislation that we find is quite an impediment or, you know, really a, a burden to the private sector. Our president recently himself said that he um, was actually, um, you know, commenting on the fact that that's made it very difficult for the private sector. So, you know, really, to be honest, we are um, still 
you know, quite concerned about the outlook, especially as that there's not much in the way yet to show that it's going to come to an end soon on the load shedding front. Um, and then I think uh, that's where we can actually end off on that because there has been that uh, liberalization in the market. And um, obviously, you know, this is going to open up a lot of um, opportunities, uh, I'm sure, for lenders, for people that are funding infrastructure projects and the like. And it's likely going to see a lot of um, a lot of investment in the space. Any thoughts just around, you know, finance houses and, you know, their appetite uh, for putting in for helping with such projects because on both the consumer side and business side there is this increased demand that people are dealing with. Well, I think, you know, that's certainly, um, you know, the positive side to the outlook that liberalization, you know, is, uh, from the energy perspective and, of course, you know, seeing the private sector substantially more involved. I think a lot will depend still on removing some regulatory burdens that are still in existence. And, of course, you know, the banking sector obviously always be willing to lend into projects which are seen as not highly risky, for example, you know, in other words, where they'll get a return for their shareholders. It's important to note that the money the banks lend out don't belong to the banks. <laughs> they belong to people who um, put yeah. deposits in the banks, you know, people like you and me who might have a little bit of savings in the banks. The banks then lend that out to people who want to borrow for some reason and have to be careful. You don't have to be very careful that they'll get that money back so you and I don't lose our savings. So that's where we end off for today. Uh, always a fascinating discussion. We were talking to Annabelle uh, Bishop, who is uh, the chief uh, economist over at Investec, giving us some insight into the interest rates because we've just uh, seen a 25 basis point um, hike from uh, the South African Reserve Bank. And uh, the big debate at the moment is uh, whether uh, we are going to, you know, get uh, that final, you know, push, you know, some are predicting 25 basis points increase or could we be at that stage where we say okay fine this is it this is the last um, rate hike for the year and then uh, you know things either come down or remain flat for the rest of the year and then obviously ending off uh, talking about uh, the risk that load shedding continues to present the economy and how it is filtering into all of the decisions that are being made in and around whether it's a South African bank or uh, the finance minister expected to give the budget in about a month's time and where all of that stands so that's it annabelle thank you so much for being with us today thank you have a have a really good evening this is mudiwa's take always a great discussion and uh, we've got that interest rate hike big debate is whether or not we see another one or whether we are done and then on that you know we talk about transmission in the economy because all of this was in an attempt to fight inflation things have been you know slowing down in terms of pricing pressure uh, on a number of fronts I think fuel um, has come down maybe not to the levels that we wanted to but there is um, a downward trend in terms of those prices which is always welcome so in about, you know, the six to nine months that Annabelle's talking about, it will be good for us to, you know, check back and see um, what the full effect and extent that uh, some of these uh, interest rate hikes would have had in terms of combating that inflation.
And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcast on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter. We're hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. Thank you to our amazing team. Our producer is Paige Muller. I've been Mudio Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight which is a multimedia live production. So for myself and the rest of the team, it is a good evening, good afternoon, and good morning.